0: Good morning. Welcome to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich. Washington Live is powered by KCTC. I'm joined in the studio by our producer, Nick Steffens. Good morning. We're both wearing green.
1: Did you consciously choose green because we have Amy Green on the show? I did. I, I also did. Well, not really. It was the first shirt I saw when I opened my closet, and I'm like, oh, green, Amy Green, perfect.
0: Well, and I didn't choose it because of her name. I chose it because we're talking about 4-H, which has the like green clover, and then when I was walking out the door, I'm like, Amy Green, and I'm wearing green, and this just all yeah, just I, I did not. I did
1: not make the 4-H connection. I just... the the Amy Green connection. And here we are,
0: different shades of green. I feel like we're ready for St. Patrick's Day. Um, So, uh, later our guest will be Amy Green, the 4-H and youth coordinator. Excited to talk to her about uh, the exciting things going on in 4-H and some events that they have coming up this spring. Um, We'll jump into the weather. I did have to grab a raincoat uh, when I came in this morning. Uh, 32 degrees and raining. So, last week it was rain and snow. and. Mm -hmm. Today it's it's rain.
1: That's a, happens once a week, you know. We just gotta have bad weather. Yeah, reminds you how great good weather is.
0: Did you? Are you an umbrella person? Did you bring an umbrella? Or <laughs> we're you, actually or talking just, about you that. You just let it rain on your head.
1: We're actually talking. To, <laughs> Amy and I were talking about that uh, before you got here, where it's like you get an umbrella, and then like it's awkward getting in and out of the car with. Yes. And then you just have this wet object that you carry around with yeah. you. And so I do have a nice umbrella that I bought when I was in college never use it. Well, I feel
0: like I always have all these umbrellas and I either don't have them when I need them or they're in the back of my car and yeah. I'm in the front of my car so then I'm going to get my getting my umbrella. Exactly.
1: And just, so it's just it's just not worth it. It
0: just doesn't work out. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um jumping into local events, we have a couple things coming up this weekend. Uh today is Wednesday, February 22nd, so uh this weekend on the 25th, there's around the campfire an Iowa Wesleyan variety show and mini auction at the Iowa Wesleyan University Chapel from 7 to 9 p.m. There's general admission, $10. Students are $5, and if you want more information on that, the phone number is 319-385-8021. And then uh, in town here in Washington on the 25th is the Art of the Apron at the Washington Public Library from 10 to noon. You can join Tammy Finley for some apron, apron history trivia and more 319-653-2726 I'm
1: kind of intrigued by apron history
0: I know well I got a little <laughs> bit nervous because it said the art of the apron and then as I read the apron history it says apron with an m mm. so then I was like is this apron or apron? <laughs> so. anyways apron history sounds like fun all right uh, jumping into the police report 11 traffic calls, 6 warrant arrests, 5 animal complaints, 4 calls for theft, 3 animal complaints, 3 for burglary, 6 sex offender checks, 2 fire calls, 2 hang-up 911 calls, those have been popular lately, 2 all other offenses, 2 assist other agencies, 2 suspicious activities, uh, and then several single calls for a total of 54
1: the, the, the highlight, there's a theme in the in the first couple of highlights. They're all, I assume, connected.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Caller reports a burglary in Washington. Caller reports a subject with a white hooded sweatshirt attempted to get into their truck in the night. 109 responded under investigation and report filed. Jumping into the next one. Suspicious activity. Uh, Same neighborhood in Washington. Caller reports seeing a subject on their ring doorbell who was wearing a white hoodie came up to the front of the residence in the middle of the night. 109 spoke with the caller, and it was
1: documented. At this point, reading through the police report, I'm like, this is the worst burglar ever. You're wearing white in the middle of the night, and you're 0 for (laughs) 2. But then the next one. All
0: right, so leading into the next one, uh, a burglary. Caller reports a burglary that happens sometime in the night. They do have a few missing things. 109 responded.
1: So he's betting 333. Nothing, um,
0: nothing about the white hoodie, though.
1: But it's like the, the house over. Right. And yeah. then, yeah.
0: Oh, man. That's too bad. Yeah. Um, then, uh, actually, same neighborhood. I was
1: going to say, then around the corner. <laughs>
0: Berkeley <laughs> residential. Um, deputy advises he received a report from a subject about an attempted break into their residence. 109 responded. Photos taken. Report filed.
1: So he's betting 250. Um. Lock your doors, people, Yeah, especially if you live in that neighborhood.
0: Well, and that neighborhood should feel pretty safe because everyone was, was making the calls and doing the yeah, right thing that's and true. trying to crack down on whatever's going on in the neighborhood. Uh, the last one was an all-other offenses call in Wellman. Caller reports his gun discharged while he was cleaning it. No one was injured. He just wanted to make the law enforcement aware in case a neighbor called in after hearing the sound. 9829 was advised for documentation purposes.
1: Unload the gun before you clean it. I, don't, I feel like that should go unsaid.
0: What an honest person, though.
1: Um, yeah, that's, well, it is good that he called in and they're like, someone's firing off because then everyone's on edge going into that situation, so I'm right. glad he, that's probably the smart thing to do. Yeah. The, the first smart thing to do would be unload the gun before you clean it.
0: Yes, that's just a, that was a good little public, public surface <laughs> announcement you just gave there for sure. Definitely unload the gun before you clean it, so. All right, that's all we have for Police Report. We'll head into commercial break and talk to Amy Green about the what's going on with 4-H.
2: We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want, the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life.
1: Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319 653 5656. That's 319 653 5656. Hey, I mean, why shouldn't you write with a broken pen? Because it's
2: pointless.
0: Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio with 4-H and Youth Coordinator, Amy Green, good morning. Hello, Diana. Looking sharp and green. Thank you. Looking proud in your 4-H shirt. <laughs> Always, yes. And, uh, I know you heard, but Nick and I are wearing green in support of Amy Green
2: and the, and the 4-H. Absolutely, I give you guys extra credit for dressing <laughs> appropriately today. Thank you, appreciate it. How are you doing today? Good, despite the rain and the cold and potential snow coming, Good, pushing through. Yeah. All right. Very good.
0: Um, So, I guess let's start by you know how do how do people get involved with 4-H if they're interested, and and what's like the season? You know, lots of like sports have seasons. Is it like the school year, or what? What does that look
2: like for 4-H? Yes, 4-H is a national, worldwide program. So these are not things that we set up in Washington County, but our 4-Hers are fourth through 12th graders. Um, It's an all-year program. We start our new year traditionally in September and October, but we take new members all the time because we want people to get involved at any point when their life potentially allows. We also, however, have a program that is an all-year program called Clover Kids, and that's for kindergarten to third grade. So there's something for kids K through 12th grade um, through our our doors with Extension and 4-H, but 4-H is about kind of long-term relationships and long-term learning at a club experience. And so when we talk about joining, kids would pick a club from their community. They meet with that club once a month, traditionally for an hour, two hours, and they do a variety of activities with the other kids in the club. And so it's just a place for kids to connect, try new things, experience new things, go on trips, meet people. Um, And then... Very popular. People usually are connected to the county fair. And so that's kind of the end of our season. We start in September and any of the learning projects, fun things they want to showcase, that's what the fair is all about. Come show off the goods and people get to come and celebrate with them. And so that's kind of the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Very long, long season, long year. Um,
2: So how many kids are enrolled in 4-H currently in Washington County? Yeah, Washington County has a very strong program. We have almost 400 4-H'ers and we have 190 some Clover kids. So we are one of the largest programs in the state and we can only do that when we have grown-ups who are willing to volunteer in all honesty. So um, we're getting to a place now where we can't have more little kids until we have the grown-ups and so we're working hard to make sure People who, who work well with kids and kind of have a specialty that they can share with them are getting involved with us, too.
0: Awesome. So if people are interested in volunteering, they just reach out to you at the
2: extension office? Yeah. Yeah. Or if you know of good people, tell me and I will hunt them down. <laughs> like, I am I'm he, about hunting people down, too. And we so, will find them. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have um, a second grader who's involved in Clover Kids and then a fourth, fifth grader. Excuse me. He's in fifth grade now. And he's involved in 4-H and I know that they, they both have awesome leaders and they love going monthly and doing these, you know, fun activities and going places. And so I know that that's been an awesome opportunity for them. And because, like you said, because volu- people volunteer to, to lead those things and because great people like you coordinate it all, so.
2: Yeah, they they are in some really good clubs, and I love, you know, our clubs are all very different, and they're kind of driven based on what the leaders are good at or what the kids are really interested in, and so it's fun for me just to, like, grab on their shirt tails and also see what are all these clubs doing every month and how they're all so different, and I just get to kind of enjoy all of them from the sidelines, so um, we have a lot of good people doing good things. That's awesome. Very good. Um, So, I guess... What what kinds of things is what kind of events
0: does 4H have coming up? I know you mentioned several things kind of going on. What what kinds of things can people look forward to.
2: Yes, we are. This time of year, we start really kicking off some of our project areas. So for our 4-H'ers who are know we're going to be involved in this project, they start watching for workshops that they can come and learn more. Last night, we had a swine workshop. So kids who are thinking about showing pigs, they came, got some questions answered, got excited about picking pigs and, and starting that project. But 4-H is not all about animals and not all about living on the farm. Um, So we have other workshops that kids are able to participate in. We're working on some of our workshops in April, which will be some photography things, some floral arrangement things. Um, So we're always planning what's to come. um, Very Soon, in the near future, next weekend, we have our winter fair, um, and this is a nice dinner out, and it's in the winter when people aren't busy doing chores and running around like crazy at the fair, and you don't have time to maybe enjoy yourself, um, but it's an adult-only event, actually, and so parents are invited, any community member's invited. We're having that dinner at Lebowski's um, next weekend, March 4th, and we have a dessert auction. Several of our kids are making some Fancy desserts to auction off. And so it's a night just to enjoy social time without chores, basically. Very cool. And if people want to attend that, do they buy tickets in advance or do they show up at the door? Yes, we're looking to finalize numbers this week still. So there's still a couple days. Give us a call at the Extension office. We can get people um, tickets for that. Um, Social hour, we have set to be at six out at Lebowski's, meal at seven, dessert to follow. So um, last year we had a packed house and was fun just to relax with your friends so we encourage people grab a group and, and join us awesome and if I, I can't come that day but if
0: I could come what, what would somebody wear to that do they have to get all fancy can they no. wear the jeans like what's what's the vibe
2: Lebowski's vibe. Okay. So I think that anything goes. It's casual. It is casual. It is not fancy. But if you need to be fancy, you could. And nobody would judge and they'd be welcome. But I would say majority probably have jeans and some sort of shirt. Shirts oh are required. Yeah. No, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Exactly. Okay. Always applies. All right. Well, that yeah. sounds exciting. Very good. What else you got going on? We are also excited. April seems like a long ways away, but it's not. Because we're doing a lot of preparations for our annual 4-H pancake breakfast. And um, that is a great time where our clubs divide up the work shifts and divide up the duties. So all of those members, potentially your own children, will be coming to serve pancakes, (laughs) clean up the trash, pour chocolate milk, whatever it might be. But we serve between five and 700 people um, on the fairgrounds. And it really, for me, on that day, is like... (gasps) Oh yeah we're getting ready for fair all these people are here and we cross our fingers it's good weather so we're excited to be out and running around and people standing in line for pancakes, and it's all its all good. So we're getting ready for that. That's April 22nd is the big date. Um, also on that day is a cattle show on our fairgrounds. Our 4-H County Council, those are high school kids. They are working really hard to plan this cattle show event, and we've had this for, I think, 15 years now, and about 100... Um, Exhibitors come from across the state to be a part of the show, and so um, it brings a lot of visitors to our grounds and um, getting cattle in the show ring. We have lots of our own local kids who it's a good test run and kind yeah. of a practice run and get out there and put the animals on the trailers and take them to crazy sounds and kids and all of those kind of things. So, again, you know, the fairgrounds really just comes alive on that day. That's Um, awesome. Uh, I know one of the pancake event is one of my favorites because who doesn't like to go
0: eat pancakes and sausage and eggs for breakfast and see different people especially coming out of those winter months where you feel like you've kind of hibernated and not seen as many people out about and having all the kids there involved. That's that's always fun.
2: There's a lot of sit and eat more pancakes and eat more sausage and talk to this person. And then new people come to this side of you. So you sit again and have another round. So we love to see people just hanging out and talking and connecting, like you said. You guys do a good job advertising
0: that too. I always see like the signs around town as it gets closer that you guys put up so everybody knows where they can get breakfast on that Saturday.
2: You got to be hungry on a Saturday morning. So we do offer... To go and drive up. So if you have a bunch of high schoolers that sleep in your basement, you can come load up, take pancakes home, and surprise them. Whatever. We, nope. No excuses. A, yeah, we've got an option for all customers. Nick, exactly. mark your
0: calendar. I feel like you should come to Washington. Yeah. Eat pancakes yes. on that day, and then go shop at Boxcar Treasures.
1: Yes, that, <laughs> I, I do need. To, I do need to do. You that, said you so. like to antique on the weekend, so we I need do. to get you back and to I Washington. Love a, a pancake sausage jig. Yeah. And you like to- I'm actually very hungry right now, so.
0: And you'd like to drive to Washington six days a week sometimes instead of just yeah. Sometimes
1: five. I just feel like you know this isn't enough. You know I, I really want to spend another like ten dollars in gas and to get up here. Yeah, there I you miss go. It. Yeah, that's <laughs> the
0: spirit. <laughs> All right, so pancakes. We got the the dinner at Lebowski's coming up, and like you said, April's right around the corner, which is really scary. March is next week, and then yeah, and then comes April. So
2: yeah, yeah. what else is going on? We do a lot in March too. We have an event we call the 4H Fire Up. And everyone leaves fired up and excited for 4 H, but it's really geared for our new members and helping them digest okay, we've been around for six months ish. Now what? Now what should we be doing? And people talk about fair and now what? Now what should we be doing? And so it's another opportunity for kids and their parents who they need the information to will come and um, learn the lingo, learn the deadlines, realize some things that they can participate in. And so that's really fun for me to get to meet some of the new families and hear their questions. And this year I have a fourth grader. So I have a four H -er for the first time. And so I'm kind of putting on a new hat to realize this is what it's like to be a four H parent and, yeah. Um, so hopefully, I'll get better at my job too, learning has, a few more things. As Adrian started working on her projects, <laughs> she has started working on a presentation for her club, actually, and she didn't need any input from me. So She's I got- was slightly offended and also slightly proud because yeah. she she had it under control. So
0: good for her. That's great.
2: Uh, yeah. We attended the fire up
0: or the 4-H fire up last year, and that's uh, yeah, plug for anybody who's new to 4-H. I mean, great opportunity because it is it is overwhelming. Like you said, I mean, people think 4-H and they think animals, but there's so many, so many things that kids can get involved in and to go there and kind of learn and see other people's examples from the past and talk to the other 4-H students. It was, it was just eye-opening for me because I wasn't in 4-H growing up. And now that I have
2: 4-Hers, you know, trying to maneuver so first generations so yeah we, we like that and um i remember your son had an outstanding project and it was about poop and you can do any kind of project so um, it was useful poop on the farm but yep. it was great i saw it at the fair and a toy display
0: of manure pumping so they're very very <laughs> proud of their dad's work and
2: yeah well probably, and that's,
0: i think it was just an excuse to buy new toys and then put them on a display to play with later but
2: you know it worked out. <laughs> However, it works double dip. I think that makes a lot of sense, and I do really encourage. 4-Hers and also their parents, because a lot of times fourth graders need support on their projects, but encourage them, like, what are things you love already? What are you doing already? You already kind of know about manure pumping, but let's teach the rest of the world. And so he made that display to teach the rest of the world and could enjoy it and and learned a little bit too, a little bit more. And so that's the idea. Like, you don't always have to come up with something brand new and totally different, but just get a little bit better at what you're already doing and...
0: Yeah, share with other people your passions or things you know about. So, yeah, yeah. good point. All right, well, let's head to commercial break, and then when we get back we'll talk uh, more with Amy about other 4-H and youth things going on this year, and uh, then we'll play the birthday game.
2: takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her.
1: Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job.
0: Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by 4-H Youth and Outreach Coordinator, 4-H and Youth Outreach Coordinator, Amy That's, Green. That is correct. I, my, my words were kind of getting stumbled there. Um, so we talked a little bit before the commercial about 4-H, you know, how people can get involved, how people can volunteer, uh, some exciting events that you guys have coming up. Let's talk about the second part of your your title or your job. Um, the youth outreach coordinator, what kinds of things do you have going on for that? Or, or what does that encompass?
2: Yeah, I really love that part of my job because it helps me get to reach kids and know kids who aren't in our program, who didn't get signed up and make the deadlines and pay the fees and do all of the things. But these are all the other kids in the world. And so um, that looks different or is a lot of different activities, I guess, throughout the year. Um, One of them, one of my favorite, we didn't get to have this year was the Fish On Ice Fishing Clinic. That's open to the public. um, And we do it in partnership at Mar Park. This year, we had like a heat wave in January, and it melted all the ice. And so we weren't able to do it. But that's an example of kind of a an event where the public is welcome to come and sign up and um, learn some new skills from us. And so we're hoping that we can do that again in the future. But um, we also just hosted our father daughter dance, a traditional kind of annual event that we have done um, where tons of kids who are not in our program yet and they're, Their families get to come and make a lot of memories, and so that's great. You know, those are individual events that we host for some of the general public, but then uh, part of my job is having some great partnerships with the schools, and I go in to Stewart Elementary. I get to visit kindergarten and first-grade classrooms once a month. With a program that's called Try Day, and it used to be called Pick a Better Snack, but um, it is now Try Day, and we try new fruits, try new vegetables, learn about that fruit or vegetable, how it's grown, how to buy it in the store, frozen fresh in a can they see all the examples and then the best part is they get to try it so I'm the snack lady and they love that when I'm there and I bring their snacks and we have a rule rule number one is to be brave and try something new so we really try to stress each time maybe you've had it maybe you haven't had it are you feeling brave today? Like you can do it. And I love this year for the first time I'm working in partnership with Fairway and hy V and JW's in Wellman, I mean in Kelowna and Wellman Foods and Wellman to offer a coupon, like a food feature of the month. So each month, you know, there's a special food that we're doing in the classroom um, and kids get a coupon for that so they can take it to the local grocery store and get a discount too. So that's hoping that the families get to have their own try day at home mm-hmm. and try something new or get a discount on something you're already eating. Um, so I do that with Stewart kids once a month, and we have a great volunteer, Becky Widmer. She's from Washington, um, retired, but amazing with kids. Wonderful educator. She does that program for us for second grade at Mid Prairie, and so they get to try day once a month as well in second grade there. So that's a fun part of our outreach. Um, and again, reaching all of those kids in that age group is is rewarding. And the day where I always feel really special because they cheer when I walk in and and I give so many hugs. You feel so popular. Oh my gosh, it's great. And I'm sure their (laughs) teachers just think, hey, you know, I've been doing this all day, all year. But um, it, I love it. It's good, it's a good day to be in the schools. And then I also, starting this year new, am doing another outreach program with the school district in Washington with 8th Grade Health. And I go in on Wednesdays, Wellness Wednesdays, to focus on mental health. The program's called Mindful Teen. It comes from Iowa 4-H. And it's just helping kids recognize what is my emotion right now and why am I having this emotion and what should I do with it? And there is no right or wrong answer to any of those questions. And we want them just to kind of help digest all of the things that happen at middle school and beyond and in life, and the curriculum is really great for all ages, but we're hoping to give these eighth graders some tools for eighth grade, but tools that they'll carry into the high school with them, and um, that I worked with one class section this fall, and I will be in the spring classroom's I think four or five of them, um, fourth term. So, very excited about that reach and reaching older kids. And on my first day, they did ask me if I was bringing snacks. So they still knew I was the snack lady. And so it's fun to see them grow up a little bit and um, give them something a little, a little different. Yeah. Well, that's great that you that you offer that outreach service.
0: What a great what a great opportunity to connect with those kids and um and help them help them with those skills or those things. Um, going back to the the try day, I have a question. Is a green bean a vegetable?
2: Now.
1: Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> Why wouldn't it be?
2: Is this is this too complicated of a question? This is not complicated. <laughs> okay. This is how we treat teach students at Try Day. Okay. And if you are speaking to an agronomist versus a nutritionist versus Uh, something else, there might be a few varieties of answers. But if the food has a seed and if the plant has a flower before the food grows, it is a fruit. So green bean plants have a flower Mm -hmm. and then the green bean grows. So green bean would be a fruit. Okay.
0: Well, I didn't just ask that question because it's a green bean and we're wearing greens and you're aiming green but last night at dinner we had green beans oh, good. and I started a new rule at my house that we're having a vegetable with every meal because we're really good at, at meat and potato but we're not always good at vegetable and I was like you know it's my job as a mother to make sure we get a vegetable at every meal so had green beans good. last night and I said okay this is what we're doing you're eight you have eight green beans you're 10 you have 10 green beans and we're and and Dalton of course is like oh green beans a fruit and I'm like I don't care eat your green beans so A plus Dalton A plus yes <laughs> so, you are right so then I felt like the the silly mom for being like oh I thought it was a vegetable my whole life so
2: well if you just stop to think a little bit like sweet bell peppers. Oh, yeah, that's a fruit. And everyone thinks it's a vegetable their whole life. The kids are really kind of disappointed when I bring a lot of fruits because so much cucumber technically is a fruit by that definition. And, you know, I kind of come down to say it really doesn't matter. Fruits and vegetables are so good for you, so let's just call it a tie. You want to have two of these things. (laughs) I don't care if you call it fruit or vegetable, but that's the true definition. Now, the definition of a vegetable then is it's the root of a plant. The stem of a plant or the leaf of a plant. When you are eating a vegetable, you're eating a root, stem, or leaf.
0: Did you learn something today, Nick?
1: Yeah, I learned a lot today. Are you just like, yeah,
0: mind blown right now?
1: I, I almost don't believe you. (laughs) Not to call you a liar, but
2: well, Iowa State Extension and
1: Outreach,
2: (laughs) research based, (laughs) will tell you. But yes, it is. It is kind of mind blowing, and I am so proud of Dalton for remembering now. Three, four years after his (laughs) lessons. I think he was just really excited to call me out, let's be honest. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else about uh, 4-H and your youth outreach position that you want to share with everybody? I just encourage, if you've got kids, you know, who maybe you see day. what's this about? Ask them, give them an opportunity to teach you and correct you. At the table if you're willing to, <laughs> to take that on but that's what i really encourage them to when i'm in the classrooms especially i'm like i get to teach you and we get to learn together but your parents aren't here they're at work they're at home doing chores yeah. like go home and teach them too so i'm um, really trying to empower the kids to know you're learning good stuff go go home and teach other people too so you know talk to your kids see what they're learning about um see how you can incorporate it with your family too
0: all right awesome well thank you so much for everything you do in the washington community and serving you know the kids and the adults in the area and all the events and awesome things that you that you do for for 4-h in our community i really appreciate it and and it shows when yeah my, my son calls me out at dinner so <laughs> very good all right um speaking of vegetables and fruits and food today's national cook a sweet potato day
1: is that a fruit too
2: <laughs> does it have a seed nick or no. a flower? No. no, no. Is it a it's, vegetable? It's a root. It, it grows in the ground. Sweet potatoes are root.
1: Also, like how it's cook a sweet potato day. There's nothing about you have to eat the sweet potato. You just have to cook it.
2: Just have to
0: cook it. Yeah. I cooked sweet potatoes last night in the air fryer. Mm.
2: So, so that was, sweet was your sweet potato vegetable fries and green beans. I
0: didn't make the kids eat those. Oh, what? I should have. They're so good. I know. I hoard them for myself. No, they <laughs> don't. They don't like them. So I, I just pushed the green beans. So that that, that was all last night. All right. Into the birthday game on that yes. note.
1: I believe we've changed the rules since the last time you were on, but it was half a year ago, which is crazy to think about. Okay. So the new rules is I'm going to put a celebrity whose birthday is today on the screen. You have to guess their age. If it's within three years, you get a point. If you get it right on, you get two points.
2: Okay. And you keep track of points. And I keep track. I'm just going to guess like mad.
1: I try my <gasps> best to keep... Actually, yeah, we're going to do... First up is uh, Drew Barrymore.
2: Mm. Barrymore. Mm. I hope these people don't tune in <laughs> to Washington Live because I don't want to be Barrymore offensive.
1: In, that would make my life.
2: Shout out to Drew Barrymore right now. <laughs> I really have no clue. I'm going to go 44. I know how old I am, and I'm trying to think of movies she's in. I know, that I've but. Seen. I'm going to go with 53.
1: Close. She is forty eight. Oh. Both just missed by Dang. a few years. You
0: know, my first guess was gonna be forty nine Forty-eight. Yeah, she has to be
2: very more forty
1: eight. Okay. Next up is it's a small photo, I apologize. Paul Lieberstein Stein. Uh Toby from the Office. I have no clue at all, what I'm saying. For all the office fans that we have out there, I don't know if they exist anymore.
2: Sixty three. Oh, I was gonna say sixty-two, so oh, I'm sticking with sixty-two. Go with
1: your gut. He is actually fifty-six. Oh, so man. oh. We're zero for two going in. Yeah, no. oh, uh, somebody. Last up is last one. Me, Rachel Dratch. Dratch All from right, SNL. You the, first. The Debbie Amy. Downer.
2: Mm, no offense to Rachel, but she might have some bags under her eyes. So I'm gonna go with sixty-two again. Um,
0: 66.
1: I think this might be a Washington Live first where no one got (gasps) any points. She is 57. No
0: No one got a single point. (laughs) Nice (laughs) work. Wow. Wow. Um, is Is there a prize for that? No. Oh, double
2: losers. All right. All right. I'll lose with you. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Yeah. Fun, fun, fun time. Um, (laughs) Thanks again for joining us, Amy. And thanks to everybody else for joining us on Washington Live. Please make sure to like, follow, and share. And if you ever have any suggestions for uh, guests you want to see on the show or things you want to hear us talk about, uh, make sure to share your suggestions in the chat below or email WASHIA live at gmail.com. Um, as always, if you'd like to advertise, contact Julie here at the Southeast Iowa Union via email or at 319-653-2191. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, and we'll see you next time.